This is KP. And this is Kai. And, and this, this is You Had Me at Fraud. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the speaker, commenter, expert, or host. They do not explicitly or necessarily reflect nor represent the podcaster's policies or views held by this podcast. The podcast or its channels cannot be held accountable for all or any views expressed on this podcast. And as always, listeners' discretion is advised. Everybody. Hey y'all. We're back. And my sister has something to tell you. Sorry about last week. As you can tell my voice, mm-hmm. I sound a little burly. Mm-hmm. Cause why? Because I have a cold and now I still have a cold. And what do you want to say to the people? I'm being forced. <laughs> you don't be enforced. But we're here now. We you hit down, now. you can carry it on through. You got this. Just, you know how you always got that one person in the family where you on your last leg dying. You not though. And they push you to do stuff and you just like, they just don't understand. Yeah, that's her. That's her. That's me. That's you. Anyway. Accept it. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. That sounds terrible. Anyway. <laughs> Yo, I we do want to apologize because last week my sister was sickly. I was and we had to po- postpone the episode. But we're back this week with a good one. I, I think this week is a good one. I like this one. It's crazy. You like it because of the drama. Yeah, isn't that why we like any of it? Drama. It wouldn't be our podcast if we didn't have a story to tell. Oh, yeah, I want to say, hey, Scam fam. Forgot. Oh, yes. <coughs> so, today, in case you're wondering, we're covering a huge case. And this case is on Manti Tail. So, let's. Go head on right into the story. Born and raised in. Okay, so Manti Teo <laughs> was born Man Manti Teo. Ma... Mm. Why? Why did I do this to myself? Because you always. I'm push. so sorry if I pronounced this wrong, but he was born Manti Malatu. Louis Teo. And he was born on January 26, 1991, making him a Capricorn. You said January, right? 26. Oh, Aquarius. Sorry, y'all. Didn't we just discuss this? We literally just... Aquarius. The sickness getting into your head. That's what's happening. That's what happens when you force people. I didn't force you. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh. (laughs) Sorry. Okay, so his place of birth was Lai, Hawaii, and I'm sure I pronounced that wrong. And he was of Samoan <laughs> descent. Okay, so starting off, he was the son of Brian and Otelia 
Teo. And he is the oldest of four sisters and a brother. In school, Matai averaged a 3.5 grade point average. And he went to a private co-ed school where he started off playing football. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So while in high school, he was very philanthropic. Mm-hmm. He volunteered any place he could. So he volunteered at places like the Shriners Hospital, Head Start, the Hawaii Food Banks, and even the Special Olympics. He also became an Eagle Scout at the age of 17 in 2008. Hey, he was 17 in 2008? Or maybe it was 16. 16 or 17. So young. Yeah, so he was also. Oh, he's only a little bit younger than. Yeah, he's a year younger. He's a year younger than me. Yeah, so not that by that. Oh wait, no, two years younger than me. So maybe I was doing a little. Maybe he was. We know how your math is. Yeah, maybe he was like fourteen years old. (laughs) I don't (laughs) know. Do the math. What is it? Nineteen ninety one. Nineteen. 1991? Yeah, so he's like 31. Yes, I know that, but I'm trying, you know what? We just gonna keep it moving. So, so Manti was also an active member of his church of Jesus Christ of Latter day Saints. So, backtracking, Taylor began playing basketball for his middle school and he continued to play football into high school. He began his varsity year in. 2006. I might be wrong, but isn't is basketball what he originally thought he was going to do? No. Oh, no. Excuse me. No, he didn't. It was always football. In fact, he said his family, mm-hmm. their whole thing, lifestyle was surrounded around, you know, football. religious, family, and football. <coughs> and this was their way to get, you know, this was their only way to college because. They know they knew they couldn't afford college, so if the kids wanted to go to college, they had to, you know, go ahead and play that football. But he had a real passion for football, so so he began his varsity year in 2006, and at the age of 15, with rave reviews so much so that he won a spot to the second team all star roster in 10th grade. I was a, you know, I was a student athlete myself. <laughs> <laughs> in case y'all was wondering, I played soccer in high school, and that's all we're going to say. No, continue. No, that's all we're going to say. We're going to continue with do? the story. <laughs> I, too, was an athlete. Who are you? Yes, I ran track. What happened? I ran track. <laughs> what happened now? Oh, I don't do that no more. <laughs> Okay, so in junior year, do you still at the age the of fifteen? What? I do not kick the balls around no more. <laughs> <laughs> Different type. Of- <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh my gosh! I can't. Oh my god, this is how you know we're back. <clears throat> so <laughs> Matai was named the state 
Defensive Player of the Year at age 15, and he was also the Gatorade Athlete of the Year. He received his first Team All-Star honors while totaling 90 tackles and five sacks on defensive and 400 rushing yards and 10 touchdowns as a running back. I have a question. Yes. What is a Gatorade athlete? You know, Gatorade probably sponsors an athlete at a school. I did not know And that. the best one, he probably got it. So, so I guess obviously. the track team didn't get that. You ain't, maybe you wasn't good enough. Maybe, maybe somebody got us, it. It wasn't you. Maybe none of us were good enough. Guess what? I ain't never seen nobody come You had around. to be the best of the best. So maybe um, we I just wasn't around. What about you? I knew I wasn't the best of the best, but I was decent. <laughs> I was fast. That was my thing. <coughs> you should have been on track. That's, that was my thing. But don't mind my sport. Your sport Your right sport now is, is coffee. Leave me alone. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Continuing on. During his senior year, he drew attention from college recruits on a state and national level. He was also considered the most celebrated player in his school's history. He went on to receive upward of 30 college football scholarships and offers. Isn't that crazy? (coughs) Mm -hmm. That's crazy, right? So he was, in case y'all was wondering, he was really good. Like he was, he was Hawaii's biggest star at the time. Athlete. Uh, he led his team to their first ever spot in a championship in the 2008 season. And he became so good at the game that the Honolulu advisor considered naming him the overall state player of the year. Mm-hmm. He is considered the most highly recruited player in any sport in Hawaii's history. So he was doing a damn thing. Now, I feel like before we get into any more accolades, you think we should... No, I'm actually continue with this. So Teo went on to receive several awards and some including one of the best linebackers in the USA... 2008 Sports News High School Athlete of the Year, and even the Player of the Decade in Hawaii. And as a nationally regarded athlete, he committed to Notre Dame in 2009, but even though he did not want, want to. That. He didn't want it because it was, because he was, was he Mormon? He was, he was Mormon. Is that what the of Latter-day Saints? Sorry to any Mormons out there. He didn't want because it wasn't because it was a Christian college, and he was yes, it was a very uh, Christian college, and it was heavily Christian, and it was far from home. He was very homesick a lot too. Yes, so he was actually (coughs) calling home, crying, saying, you know. You know, it was rough for him was because also culture shock and he actually wanted to go to the USC. That was his dream school. But he said he got a sign and prayed on it and so something to told him to go to Notre Dame. So he picked Notre Dame out of faith. 
And um, so y'all was wondering where he continued. So as a nationally regarded athlete, he committed to Notre Dame. And he went on to become one of the most decorated players in college football history, winning the Lombardi Award, <laughs> Water Camp Award, Maxwell Award, and even named a National Scholar Athlete by the NFF and one of the top three finalists to the Heisman Trophy, only placing second to Johnny Metzel from Texas. Now, before we continue this story, I feel like we should enter the fraud part because this is where the fraud part plays in. You got a girlfriend. Now, we're going to discuss what happened. So, I'm going to need y'all to closely follow along to this story. During his time at Notre Dame, Manti had told the media that, you know, his girlfriend had died. But before that, his... Okay. And actually, earlier that morning, his he got the call that his grandmother had so all this time while he's doing all these great things in college and in his athletics, he, you know, got a little lonely and met someone online. A little young lady by the name of <laughs> she left like that. Well what he thought. Okay, so he met someone named Len. Lene. <laughs> he met someone named Lene. <coughs> now, in order to describe this fraud, we have to go into a little bit more detail about Lene. Lene actually was born Ranaya. And Renaya was a guy. Renaya was raised in a huge family and said everything about his life centered around faith, family, and football, which is the same. And same, they grew up yep. in the same area. Didn't they go to the- No. He Did he it? grew up in California while Matte grew up in Good Hawaii. Right. Yeah. So and Sophomore year, Renaya started as a quarterback for school and he continued on football, but only to continue his family tradition because he hated football. He said he did not like it, but because his family had a heavily, was heavily involved in football, he felt obligated to continue on the tradition. Just just did what the family did, rolled with the punches. And just to give you a little in-depth, uh, idea of how involved his family was. His dad played for USC. His uncle played for the Rams, the NFL team. Yep. His dad's cousin played for the Niners, which is pro NFL. His cousin played for the Raiders. 
So if that only give you, I can see where he would get. I, I can see where he would get the pressure from because like everybody was in football. <coughs> it's a tradition. Yeah, it was a tradition. So he did. He said that he did not want to disappoint the family, but he started feeling as though he couldn't be himself because he felt like he was everywhere he went. He was faking. He was hiding this thing about himself and that thing about himself is he felt like he was not meant to be a natural born male he felt like he wanted to be a female so one day he went online and created you know this what's the name again like this identity Lena. called lene lene yeah <laughs> so he went he found a girl from his school that was really popular and found her picture on Facebook and used her picture to create this Lene character. I think that's where I got confused. I think I thought that... So maybe what it is is that maybe... Matai, oh, you do the same thing, don't even <laughs> Matai. Maybe I thought that Matai and that girl went, that popular girl went to the same school, but I think it was Matai's cousin knew of her. Yes. And they went to the same school. So yes. Like, so some of Matai's family actually knew the real girl, but we'll get to that later because at the time he doesn't know who this girl is, never seen the girl. And the only person that really knew of the girl was Renaya, a.k.a. Naya. And before we get any further, I just wanted to say, you'll hear us say Naya because that's what he's known as now because he's trans, but he was born Renaya, a natural born male. So if we switch between the two, it's not that we're trying to be, you know... <coughs> Disrespectful, disrespectful to anybody's pronouns or anything, but just to give you a hint of the perspective, <laughs> the perspective of the story. So, hmm. So Renaya created this fake profile on Facebook using um, the picture of her friend, well, acquaintance really mm -hmm. from her school, and. She even created family members to go along with it, which was all played by him. And he named her Lene Kakua. He, he, he was said that, you know, him and the girl had the same type of interest, the same interest in music, the same interest in, uh, just everything in style and it really mirrored who he wanted to be. So that made it e even more easier for him to portray this, you know, this person. And he went on to say that, you know, after he got that first friend request from a guy, he was like, oh, this is, this is the attention that he wanted this whole time. He loved the attention. He wanted to... <coughs> And he said that he got so far into it that, you know, he didn't want to go back because he 
he felt like he was being himself finally online compared to when he was in real life, he didn't feel like he was being himself. So it was a escape. Yeah, but the escape. No, it came, with con- it came with consequences. Like, it, it was somebody's with- career. Yeah, you're right. So, meanwhile, Mad Tai got a friend request from Lene. And soon, you know, they just began, you know, it started off real slow, just casual conversation. And they struck up, you know, just a conversation. And Lene, quote unquote, Lene, quote unquote, mentioned, you know, I know your cousin Shy. So, Mad Thai talked to his cousin Shy. was like, Yeah, do you know somebody named, named Lene? And his cousin Shy said, Yeah, I've talked to her occasionally, you know, called her a few times. We texted, you know, nothing, you know, major, just as friends. Man. Which I thought so a little bold. Like you up there like like telling telling people I know your family member all yes. time. You it's a whole man on the other side. Yes, he had he really thought this out because this was really like an in depth hoax. Top catfisher. <laughs> Top catfisher. Yes. So because of that, you know, Mad Tide continued on talking to Lene because he was like, Okay, my family really knows this person, so you know, let me continue on talking. Okay, so after they started talking, they started talking about bringing up family and faith and, you know, this caused Bad Tide to really see who Lene was and he noticed they had a lot of similar interests. And, you know, they eventually started texting and calling. They even prayed together. He eventually was ready to meet Lene. (laughs) So, right when he was about to meet, so in the time being, Manti got a text from Lene's friend saying that she was, oh sorry, Lene's brother, quote unquote brother, because we know it was not Lene was a many of characters. It was not Lene. It, <laughs> it was, was Lene. Uh, it was Renaya. Renaya, yeah. But Renaya, um, yeah. But uh got a text from <clears throat> Lenaya's brother saying that, that she was in a, a car accident and that she wanted to uh, speak to him on the phone. And um he heard some breathing. And he even heard a nurse. Yes. He, so basically he said that he was in a car accident. We just said that. You didn't say but the car accident part. I said the car accident. You said she he was got in the t- hospital. <laughs> it was a car accident if I didn't say, but I, I thought I did. But there was a, a fake brother and a fake nurse that was the same person. Yeah. And... um. When he would call, the nurse would say that this is the most action that she's got all day. Now, first right there, I'm going to stop for a second. Because if someone is in an accident, 
it ain't like basically almost on life support or whatever. Let's yeah. say because he said she was on life support, and and there's a brother that's texting. <laughs> where are the bro? Where? Why would that be the only the most action? Like, why wouldn't the brother come? Why wouldn't the parents come? Where? Well, apparently what? the parents was there, but they didn't know about this whole you know thing they was doing. No, I'm not talking about oh. that. I'm talking about the fake life. Yeah, the fake life. They didn't know about the fake life. No, Kim. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, but... stay, stay with me. Yeah. Stay with me. If this was real, why would her being in the hospital, him calling, that be the most action? Like, why wouldn't her family be there if this was real? True. That's what I'm saying. So, <clears throat> sorry, guys. Yeah. So, um, Manti vowed to, like, call her every day to make sure that, you know, she got that little quiver of a voice of breathing through the phone. Oh, he got that little quiver of he breathing. He said all he heard was. <sighs> <laughs> Could you imagine putting in that much work to scare somebody? And like was whispering his name. And not only that, this chick lied and said that she had leukemia. Knowing y'all, yes. this is terrible. Knowing that. Manti's grandparents had passed that both passed away from cancer. Yeah. And I'm just like that was a very sensitive topic for him because, you know, so he empathized even more to her. Mm. Yeah, that's wild. Like to mess with somebody like that. Well, also on the real side, Manti's friends and parents oh, sorry, Manti's friends and parents were concerned. It was like, uh, I don't think this is real. Um, and the father, he didn't want to have nothing to do with it. He said, if it's long, he ain't believing long distance. So he said he didn't want to hear nothing about it. He probably said, online dating? Absolutely not. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> he said he was old. You know, he said he said he was old faster. He said they didn't do that. They do face to face. He probably said, ew. <laughs> yeah. But um, at this time, back in 2009, um, I guess catfishing wasn't that big, but um, he thought that this was a real person. I mean, his cousin said, "Hey, I've I know that person. Yes, I talked to that person from yes. time to time, so he believed it." Yes. So as <laughs> Manta became bigger in football, Naya became more interested in football because remember, before. Naya didn't want nothing to do with football. Go Cougars. <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> so, he also said he became more invested in Manti, too. He and during that time, time, they actually, because he was getting so big in football, like, when I tell you, he was known everywhere. <laughs> he was one of the highest players, the highest recruits. And during that time... You know, he was feeling himself a little bit. He was getting that, you know, cocky. He was, you know. Oh, you thought I was feeling you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was getting a little cocky. So the communication, you know, it wasn't like it used to be. Instead of constant, it was every now and then. And But he was Naya, busy a lot, too. Yes. Naya, a.k.a. Lene. Uh, <laughs> Uh, got 
Renaya. Naya, aka Lene, got upset and sad. Like, why is the communication stopping? And, you know. <laughs> I'm sorry. She was, she got she was like upset. psycho mad. Like, it was, she was so invested in her feelings at the time that she was like, you know, <coughs> she felt like she was like in a real relationship with this man. Right. And I guess it was really somewhat of a relationship to man time because it was, it was like three years, right? Almost. It was a three year span. But this is the messed up part. Just like the same thing with the grand, the grandparents and the cancer. <clears throat> Another grandparent passed away. His grandmother. Yes. And this chick going to say. Yeah, he got called at 6 a.m. Uh-huh. Doing a big game. Mm-hmm. Saying that his grandmother had passed away. It is. And then uh, little, Lene, wasn't Lene? Lene, right? Yes. Then later on, Lene, he got a call from Lene's brother. The same brother. Quote, unquote. <laughs> saying that she passed away. Saying that Lene passed away. And I'm just like. And he said it hit him nuts. like a ton of bricks. He started crying. He was. He said he was gone. Like, because that's two in one day. Like, he could not believe it. Manta said it broke them. He started and on the other line, Naya. Remember, Lene is not Naya. So he on the phone pretending to be the brother now. Mm-hmm. So he heard Manti slamming stuff, crying, screaming on the other side of the phone. And he said that made him feel so bad. And but he it's said like, you like, you knew that this happened and you're still going to go ahead and say that. Like, how does that make you feel bad? You knew that this would upset this person even more. You're the same day. And I'm sure he right. disclosed to him, like, look, my grandmother just died Or before. even posted something, you know. Something. Like, that's crazy to me because that's that's dangerous. That is, like, ah. Uh, that's 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 unforgivable in my book. That's you playing. That's with like lifetime to, scary. Like somebody scary. coming to like kill you. This, I was surprised they haven't made a movie out of this because this is wild. This could be a blockbuster movie. I, if I was I to remake this get, movie, I would make, I would make um Naya like the, I would make Naya like real crazy like. I'm gonna get you. Like, <laughs> like I'm just like doing something like that because like this don't make no sense. Like if you're unsensitive enough to a, yeah. do that twice something ain't right with your baby that's crazy and that's not even the worst part the worst part is Naya called his parents saying that Renee what's her name? Renaya <laughs> I'm getting these names mixed up. Let's stick with Renaya. <laughs> Naya called his parents, Manti's parents, and said Lene had passed away. And they literally consoled them. They they even was talking to him about how what their grief was, like losing a loved one, and they were empathizing with them. 
That's that's crazy. Like you calling somebody's parents now too? It's lying. That that's this reads. And during this time, also, he said, Lene's brother said, Lene had left him some letters before she died, and she had been writing them every single day. Writing them and not sending them. Writing them and not sending them. Would sound something similar. (laughs) 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 We'll discuss that later. <laughs> Sorry. So, so September twelfth, twenty twelve, Notre Dame at the no- Notre Dame. I can never say Notre Dame. Notre say at the Notre Dame. Notre Dame. I say Notre. It's Notre. Michigan game at the Notre Dame. He still played. <laughs> <laughs> he still played. His game, because I was like, "Why didn't he go? If why wouldn't you go to your girl's funeral?" But at the same time, his grandmother passed, and she got those letters saying, and, he got, "Yeah, got those letters saying that um, she wanted him to continue." Yeah, she didn't want him to stop, and she wanted him to play the game. Yes. So. And that yeah. was despite saying the cop, the coach telling him, you know, he needed to to take time off. Yeah, and like he did interviews, um, explaining his pain and everything like that. Um, in the last words, and it, it became part of his NFL story. And saying that, like, I guess their last words were, "I love you." Hold up. Yeah. Oh, I guess, I guess, uh, yeah, yeah, I guess. The last okay, words yeah. they ever said to each other. So they telling each other they love each other? Yes. And I ain't never seen you. Oh, you thought I was feeling you? He obviously <laughs> was. He was feeling her. play. Ain't even seeing was feeling her. But I mm. guess people can develop relationships yeah, yeah. over, you know. Yeah, but I'm going to want to, we're going to have to He did. Meet. No, we're no, meet. we're going to have to meet in person and if you say that keep telling me you can't then guess what yeah. bye bye yeah true me too because you thought i was feeling you all right y'all i'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> all right so okay yeah. sorry all right <coughs> so you know this literally became part of his story like it was reported everywhere you know that this town hero not even a tap. He, he was a na- national hero at the time, one of the top football. How was he a hero? Who we save? Because he's a sport. You know, people in this country take sports very seriously. He's not a hero. They count him as a hero. That's such a even more. And you know, they sympathize with his story of you know his grandparents' mother dying. That morning, and his girlfriend died in the same day. So you saw headlines everywhere of this, and you know everybody just said it, it became a big part of his story, and that made people like <coughs> like him even more. So one day he gets a call from Lene's brother saying, you know, they want to meet, and that Lene's baby sister want to meet him. So. 
Rania, aka Lene. Mm-hmm. But Rania playing as the brother. So Rania playing himself, but playing Lene's brother, showed up to the game with. I don't know who this little girl was. Oh my gosh. I well, don't know. Maybe come, it was a sibling. He did come from a big family, so maybe. Yes. Maybe it was really oh a sister or a cousin. Showed up with a little girl. And I guess he must have coached her of what to say. Because he was calling her. He was calling Mad Thai Uncle Mad Thai. Hold <laughs> up. I have. He was calling Mad Thai Uncle scary. Mad Thai. Oh my yes. God. This is not normal. And for the first time ever, he got to physically meet Mad Thai face to face, but not as Lene, as himself, as the man. The man, brother. Before he, yeah. That's crazy. The man and the brother of Lene. <laughs> I'd be like, little girl, what did he. God. Yes, that's crazy. That's crazy. This man could take over the world. Like, are you serious? (laughs) And what's funny is because the little girl liked Builder Bear. They went to the Builder Bear. (coughs) They went to the Builder Bear and got a bear made just to give to Matt Ty during this game. When they met, they hugged. The UFC. He went on to, you know, beat that, win that UFC game. And at the time, Lene, a.k.a. Naya, said that they knew they couldn't do this no more. Like, he was really feeling them now that he met him. He was like, I got to start this back up. So, you know what he did, y'all? He called Matt Ty that same night. He called him up, ring, ring, ring. He said, hey, it's me. And Matt Ty's like, who? He said, who's me? That would be so scary. It's a damn ghost on the phone. He said, it's me. Lene. He said, it's me, Lene. At this time, he said he instantly hung up. <coughs> but Lene, quote unquote, called back and said that his family was in some trouble and he had to hide. That's why he was doing all this. And Matt said, if this is really you, prove it. I'm going to need you to date initial and put up the um it's like a hand gesture it's a hand gesture it's like bro like if you see the sign where people are like bro like you should see her shaking her hand right now <laughs> i would call it i see a lot of like surfer guys do it that but it actually means um allow a boy and i guess hawaiian and I'm sorry if I'm saying that wrong. If you're Hawaiian, please. Polynesian. Yes. Please um, correct me if I'm wrong. I just corrected And he you. got, and he actually got the picture of 
her doing it. But the way he got the picture of the real Lene doing it, or what was it? What was the girl's name? The real person doing it was that, oh, Diane. So, yes. So, what happened was he told Diane. So, Renaya told Diane, hey, could you um, do this for me? These numbers mean, a, these numbers and letters mean a certain thing. And this, I have a sick friend. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say it. And this hand gesture means a, a certain thing. I have a sick friend, and it would mean a lot to them. And she did it. And she's, Lene sent the picture to Manti, and that confirmed it for him. Again, like, I'm like, no, we need to see face to face. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) So, he said at this moment, everything went crazy in his life. So, mind you, Manti didn't know anything yet. He just knew that (coughs) his, his, what he thought to be dead girlfriend is now alive. So, on December 2012, he told his coach, like, his coach and he told the parents like you know she not dead no more I don't know how to handle this I would have been like well if she was dead now she's not dead and she's not dead because she was hiding because her family was in trouble you need to leave her alone because her family was in trouble I would have said need- the same thing we ain't saying nothing <laughs> just keep it moving leave her alone Leave her alone. Let's continue on with your football career. I would have never answered or nothing, but I feel like Lene would have went to the extreme to get his attention back. Yeah, because no, she was crazy. She was deep into it. So, on the other side, Lene told their parents, you know, look, I gotta stop this. They wanted to end it all. So, I gotta stop this whole hoax and I wanted to go away. During this time, Lene sat down with their parents and said, this is the time he released his identity to his parents. So he came out to his parents. It was like, look, I want to be Naya. I don't no longer want to be Ranaya. And I want to live my truth. And I started this whole thing and I, it's gotten too far. And I want to, I wanted to stop. But on the other side of things, People started putting two and two together and speculating like something ain't right. Yeah, because remember everything that he does is is in the right, which is sad because it's like, Dad, can I have my life to myself? Right, but I know college football is even more bigger than pro in a lot of different states. So college football is very big. I still just be like, I would still be like, get out my face. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so. People were speculating and eventually putting two and two together. Just, But these were only just words up until a popular blog by the name of... Oh, yeah. Got a, a email. And this email was a secret tip that came in and said... Manti was... Most likely. Lying. 
I know he's this hotel hero, but he is lying. And this whole girlfriend, she did never existed. And so the yeah the blogger that Deadspin was like, you know they they were curious. They were like, what's going on? Why did we get this random? And whoever sent it. <coughs> now, I wonder who sent it. It makes me think that Renaya sent it. I wonder if it. Honestly, I wonder if it was Renaya or part of me it never is like said who sent that email because it had too much details in it. Yeah, I think we would have to. If anybody it would have to be somebody on campus or Renaya because I can't see his parents. I wonder doing if it, it was the best friend because the best friend was like they were speculating a lot too. Yeah, because I, 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 at first I was going to see, say it was the father, but the father, you know, he wouldn't want all that bad. On his son, yeah. Yeah. So, they got the secret email and started doing their own research. Um, so, how they ended up tracking, they did a reverse search on a picture that Renaya, a.k.a. Lene. <coughs> took of the you know the picture as proof that they were back alive they did a reverse search on that the, after looking and looking and looking they finally found a person that matched that identity but that person's identity was named Diane Omaria I think it's Omaria Omaria or Omera I'm sorry if I'm saying this wrong it's like O-M-E-A-R-A Omera and after that, you know, they gave her a call and was like, do you know your picture is being used? And how did, you know, they get this picture of you? And at first she hung up because she had nothing to do with it once they got to that part. And then they called back and she said, you know, she knew of someone named Renaya. Renaya, and he told her that they had a friend that was sick, which my sister said earlier, and that he needed this picture for the sick friend or whatever. And that's how she got involved. And she said that was, you know, that was the only part that she did. She didn't know Renaya that well. And that's how that part came about. And they then tried to look at what connection does Renaya have to Matt Ty? And how did they know each other? Because they had some type of... They they said that, you know, in their heads they thought Matt Ty knew everything that was going on. And he was a part of the whole hoax. Right. So they eventually dug up some tweets between the two, which was a series of, you know, encouraging tweets. And later on, Matt Ty said he thought he was just talking to a cousin of Lene. He was just giving him some encouraging words. Because as y'all know, Matt Ty was very, um, help, like he helped anybody in need. He was just a very nice guy. So he always helping people. And anytime somebody needed help, he would lend his hand any way he could. So, this but actually contacted Renaya eight times 
but Renaya wanted to be the one to break the story, he said. He didn't want it to be from anybody else. Despin then tried to call the parents of Matai. They didn't want nothing to do. They hung up. They thought it was just some crazy reporter, so they hung up. Then they tried to call Manti. Manti said at the time his career was just in such a whirlwind that he didn't pay it any mind. Meanwhile, Renaya told Manti, called Manti up and said, sorry. He was like, you know, sorry for what? He said, man, just, I'm sorry. And they hung up. So, Deadspin dropped the story. Which caused a lot of problems for Manti. Because now it's speculations of no lying, deceit. Yeah. Lying to his fans, lying to, you know, the nation because he told he went on the Heisman ceremony telling everybody My girlfriend died. My girlfriend died. And that's like a real big football of it. Like you going in front of everybody saying, you know, my girlfriend died, I'm dedicating this game to them and this and that. And now everybody feels betrayed. So after this been dropped this story. <laughs> you know, it spread fast. It spread really fast. The news stations ran the story. The dean actually released a press conference of Notre Dame telling everybody um, they didn't know the details exactly, but, you know, you know, they just trying to move past it. And though at the time, Manti was actually preparing for the draft, which we will go back to. Um, and Naya, to clear up the story, went to Dr. Phil to break silence. You want to tell them what happened on Dr. Phil? Once again, we're about to get Lifetime crazy. Because <laughs> this blew me away. So... Renaya went on Dr. Phil, which to me is just kind of like, okay. They want to do anything to, for yeah. clout. Do anything for clout. I think they just like, really wanted to clear the story but up. It's just like, to me, it's just kind of like, all right, I came out, I did this, this is what I did. I apologize. Boom, boom, bam, bam, bye. But like. It was not that easy. No. And then he. Ended up going on Dr. Phil anyway. Dr. Phil questioned him and everything like that. Mm-hmm. There was a point in time where Manti spoke with a girl on the phone. And it was a girl's voice. Yes. And they're saying that, you know, that there was another person. And um, Renaya was like, no. Oh, so it was like the FBI. like The FBI that wanted to... Um, yeah. Get into that, which is like crazy to me because like, they don't have bigger and better things to do, but anyway, right? Um, <laughs> my god, so he said, I spoke to a girl and it sounded like a girl, so they played the recording. It was him, Renaya, leaving a message, but it was a girl's voice yeah. and it sounded just like a girl. And the FBI so, said, There's no way, yeah, was- and then like, so he was saying, like, you know, Dr. Phil was like, um. No, that was a girl. You're a man. No. 
So he was like, no, that was most definitely me. He said, well, do you, do you have a voice changer or somebody involved? It's like, no. So he was like, well, I want to hear it. So, uh, Renaya is like, well, I can't just pull it out. I have to like get into character. I'm like, oh, you got to get into character. Yeah. He said he's so, usually like in a dark room or something like yeah, that. Yeah. He said that he, uh, has to get like when he sees that Manti is calling that he has to get into character. He has, it's like, he turns into like a computer, like saying like, okay, change your voice. You got to get into this person. This is who you are. Mm-hmm. So Dr. Phil put him in a little dark room and, uh, he did the little voice and this burly man <laughs> sounded <laughs> like, he sounded like this. He sounded like a young 20 year old in love. And I'm just like, young 20 female you're old in love and I'm just like that's some scary shit right there because his natural voice was really deep yeah and it's just like um sir ma'am what you're going on about the grandparents I'm going about that again going on about the other grandparents going about that again now you got a whole nother voice telling the guy you love him and what'd he say what a fatty or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so when he was reading back the voice so they could do, you know, a voice analysis, do the FBI. And I will I will link the voicemail message on our Instagram. If y'all wanna see in Twitter, if you got a Twitter, I'll also post it on there. If y'all wanna see the voice message he did as a sample to prove that the voice was actually his, he actually kneeled in a corner, in a dark corner on Dr. Phil's show to do this voice, oh, like the, to do this voice to prove that it was him. And the FBI actually ended up confirming that that was his, his voice, finally. It was a voice analysis. Yes, the voice analysis. And I'm just yeah. like, yeah. and some people still think that that wasn't him. But to me, I can kind of see why they think that it wasn't him because he was still saying kind of like the same things yeah. that was in that voicemail. But I mean, homeboy was right there. Yeah, he said something about, <laughs> yeah, you're fatty. probably eating and stuff in your face. Homework, a little fatty. <laughs> what a fatty. <laughs> what a, <laughs> that was the funniest part. I what? I, I'm definitely going to get that clip and post it on our Instagram along with, um, what else? I'll do a whole bunch of stuff just so you can get a picture of, I'll do that and I'll do some other stuff. I'll do clips of Mad Tie on, cause he actually went on a Katie show, Katie Kirk show and to break his silence. So like Renaya went on Dr. Phil, he went on a Katie Kirk show and you know, told him he had no idea. He thought it was real because he confirmed it with friends, like friends and family before he even, talk to her so from his side he thought it was real but you know how the the football fans are very brutal and they don't care about none of that they don't care what's the truth what's the lie once somebody tells you something especially on the internet people seem to somehow believe it even though if you know he so he explained that this whole situation really changed his life that because a lot of people thought that he was gay he was trying to hide that he was gay mm mm-hmm they thought that he was gay. Manti was gay. And they this also caused, you know, the people that were 
drafted him, the recruits, the second guess him yeah. doing because you know he was in the middle of getting drafted so he also became the butt of the jokes on talk shows and even saturday night live and he also was labeled the most hated athlete yeah along with tiger woods at the time and that other guy i thought it was tiger woods it was tiger woods and the guy that you said lost the ball Oh, Lance Armstrong. <laughs> yeah. Which I'm trying to figure out. I don't remember Lance Armstrong being hated, but y'all can tell me in the comments of Instagram or Twitter what he was hated for. I don't remember Manti. Um, Manti appeared uh, hated, but I don't remember him. But I don't. You yeah, know. I wasn't oh, into sports back then. <laughs> Even though we the same age almost, I don't remember. Him. Yeah, because I wasn't into sports like that at the time. I was into wrestling though. I like wrestling, but um, that was random. No, it it was related. At the time, I wasn't into that sport, but I was into, like, wrestling. Excuse Somebody me. Somebody's got to be right. It was related. <laughs> so, instead of... So, the draft came up, and because of all the press and, you know, being a butt of every joke and all the pressure and stuff from the press... He decided to spend the draft back in Hawaii. So, Renaya went on to continue his life and moved to the American Samoa. And he lives his life as a now trans called Naya. Um, Manti said he went numb during this time. And also, I'm going to back up for a second. Give me one second. Because... Manti was actually, you know, instead of being drafted in the first pick, first pick, he was actually, you know, his he was devastated he wasn't picked in the first round, and even his family was like, you know, this really broke the family. They thought, you know, it was no hope, and then, you know, come the second round, he was actually the. 38th pick on the second round and he was drafted to the San Diego Chargers in California as a linebacker. Shut up. (laughs) Yeah, so he was drafted uh, you know, as a linebacker, and he signed a four-year contract in May 9th, 2013 with the Chargers, which included a $2,141,750 mm-hmm. signing bonus, which was worth $5 million with $3.1 million guaranteed. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's huge for a rookie player. It, I think it is, but I don't know if like if he probably could have got more of the stuff that happened. True, I I wasn't thinking about that. Lot. That's a lot of money, even though you know he was the second. He was the second round, so they're not like the top picks, but he still made the second round because he, you know, being his status, he should have been. A, he could have. 
if this story didn't come out, he would have easily been a first round pick. I feel like. Oh yeah. He would have probably been one of the first names to even be. They would probably be fighting over him. Cause even like even when he went to go and play, like he wasn't doing his best because he had yeah. all this anxiety about what's, what was going on. Yeah, like his body would like his. He said his feet would go numb. Yeah, and it'd be tingling up his body. His hands would go numb, and that he would like see some people heckling him in the um, stadium, and that he you know went to, to therapy. They diagnosed with anxiety. And I guess the therapist helped him helped him to cope with that, but he was saying that he had to forgive himself because yeah. he said he forgave the guy. Yeah. But he said he had to forgive himself because I guess he was like so much of a perfectionist. He was looking at himself like, "How did you allow that to happen?" Yeah. Which I'm not a perfectionist at all, but if that happened to me, I would be like, "How did I let that happen?" Three years. Well, you know me, I lose interest faster. <laughs> But <laughs> I'm not seeing you. Yes, I wouldn't. If I wasn't seeing you, you thought I was feeling you. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to think. At the eventually, you gonna want to see that person, like. <coughs> yeah. And that's just crazy. I've never been in a situation where you know I was long distance and then. Everybody I dated was I knew anyway, so I I didn't have to worry about that. <laughs> but <laughs> but um so yeah, so he went on and you know, he actually actually have it right here what he's actually doing now. And that's that's see what he was doing. <laughs> that was my finger. So, okay, so Manti now is a free agent. He was actually, he actually was. I'm trying to figure out where I wrote it at. Was because I actually started to get into that. Okay, here we go. Okay, so if y'all were wondering what Manti is doing now, so after he was signed for the Chargers in 2017, he you know he was he wasn't playing so good. And he actually injured himself during the preseason opener game of the Charger game, which caused him to miss the rest of the preseason as well as the regular season opening. And he made his official NFL debut only four weeks into the game against the Cowboys while he was on at the – what was he? Raiders? Yeah. No, Chargers, sorry. The Chargers. Was that California? Yes. Okay. And having he had three tackles and a win. He played with the Chargers until twenty seventeen where he was signed a two year contract with New Orleans 
and that's with the Saints. He led the Saints in their 2017 um, loss. They lost. <laughs> and he unfortunately became a bench warmer. He was inactive during that time. And for all five games, for all five games that he was in. And in 2018, he was, he was let go. And in October, 2020, he was signed by the Chicago bears practice squad. He was elevated to the active roster in January, 2021, but they reverted him back after the first game of the practice squad. And now as of 2022, he's a free agent. So he's had a pretty rocky football career. However, he has a, I do remember you saying, that he's married now. He has a baby. Yeah, so... So love <laughs> still connected. <laughs> yeah, so... <coughs> let me see here. And I will include a picture of his now family. And this man is fine. Yes, he is. <laughs> Sir, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need you to stop. <laughs> So, in February of 2020, he became engaged to his girlfriend, which is a personal trainer and a beauty consultant named Jovi Nicole Ngbino. And the couple married in San Diego, California on August 29th, 2020. And he now has a daughter called Hiro Teo, who was born on August 12th, 2021. Oh, Leo. Yeah, so she's like... A little over one years old. And they live in... I love living in San Diego. Yes. But it's expensive. Yeah, and this is her right here. Ooh, are they a pretty family? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it. That's what... That's the story. Tell me what y'all think of this story on Twitter or our or any platform. We're on every platform, but you can we communicate the most on Twitter and on IG. So I'm gonna post all the pictures related to this case on my social media pages and I'm gonna record that recording of <laughs> For Naya, Naya, sorry, Naya, now Naya, I'm going to record his recording of the proof on Dr. Phil's show of that, that was really him speaking in those voicemails. And also, we're going to have a little segment of a similar story. Yeah, we're going to get into that. (laughs) Okay. But right after... Right after this ad, we're going to get to that. Okay, y'all. So, this story actually reminded me of one of my stories I had from middle school, y'all. And I actually forgot about that story until I started researching this case. I had a time in <laughs> high school, me and a friend, you know, when you're in high school or middle school. Oh, yeah, middle school. Sorry. I was not in high school yet. I was in middle school. And, you know, I don't know if anybody else had this time where, you know, me and my friends would go to the mall and we would meet these 
little boys. You know, we had little crushes at the mall. We will go and follow each other at the mall and just, you know, our little, what do you call it? Puppy love. <laughs> I don't even think it was that. It was just we went to the mall. Like, you know, you the, you you like to see somebody. You know, I like him. He's cute. Anyway, me and my friend and these two boys, we ended up like talking or whatever and we would like just communicate with them at the mall and well my friend really liked the one guy because <coughs> they were brothers she liked the one brother and I liked the other one well she would give me notes to we did not go to the same school me and my friend did not go to the same school so she would give me notes because the boys both of them went to my school and well did you i was severely shy y'all like when i say severely like i was crippling shy like i was so shy that i skipped gym class because i did not want to <laughs> i did not want to uh participate in front of the class I, I was shy back then i was very shy so i did not want to go up to these boys in school and say, like, here is a note from my friend. So, what I did was, <laughs> I wrote letters pretending like I was the boy to give to my friend. What possessed me to do that? I don't know. Probably my shyness because I didn't want to do it. So, I was like, here. And she believed it. And I, I think I did it around like four or five times, something like that. What did you write in these letters? I don't remember. Hey, baby, I like you. No, too. it wasn't nothing like that. We I were in middle you school. To be my girlfriend. No, <laughs> we was in middle school. It was nothing like that. You had a whole relationship with your friend. No, it was not no relationship. Love, I gave it to her. Love letter. And she thought it was a triangle <laughs> of nothingness. Well, eventually, my mother was rummaging through my room. Yep. And she does. And she does. <laughs> And found these letters, and I got in big trouble. And I think I this part is a little fuzzy, but I think she told my friend's mom, but I don't know. <coughs> but like that, I don't think that stopped the relationship that me and my friend had. I don't remember. I think we just was like whatever. I don't remember actually causing no real trouble, like animosity between us. I would want to know. What, I, would I think know. I just told her I was shy. And I didn't want to do it. I want to know what's in these letters. Girl, you I have no idea. You heard these letters? You got her I could there. not tell you. You up there catfishing your friend. <laughs> <laughs> at what, 12? At like 12, 13. Catfishing at his, at his, at his prom. Oh, oh my God. God. So that was like catfishing before cat. But this story reminded me of that moment. And I will never do, like, I probably won't mention this ever again, to be honest. Because I, I actually forgot about it. Of course you would, because you my sister, and you going <laughs> to make me feel like... Remember that time you had a lot of relationships? Because I got a lot of stuff to bring up for you, but we going to wait. I ain't never catfish nobody. You ain't never catfish, but the lie you done nobody. did, okay? <laughs> I was a hot mess, but I wasn't catfishing <laughs> friends. <laughs> but on that note... We gonna... Guess we got a scammer on the team. Shut up. <laughs> this is the end of this episode. Tell us what you think. 
I think this was a crazy case. Like it seemed to me at first it I, seemed innocent, and then like it got like a little weird, and then it got like creepy. Do you think this is like on the same level as um? What was his name? The doctor. The fake doctor. The... No, this is a different level. Like his, like his, he was like making money off of it. This was more. But he was cutting like, people emo- This was emotional. He was cutting people. Yeah, this was more of an emotional like, scare. Sometimes emotions can get you in dangerous situations. It can. It can. Very like much so. Like you telling people you did. And you telling people you got leukemia. Yeah. That's and you wild. making little voices over the phone. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's crazy. Creepy to me. Yeah, I'd be like, mm. but y'all, if y'all have any scam stories, I need y'all to send them. Please, scam fan. Yeah, I want to hear it. Send it, and everything will be anonymous. No names. You don't even have to include a name. Send it to you had me at fraud at gmail dot com. Follow us at. You have me at fraud on all platforms on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Um, and I'm gonna try to be more active on TikTok. Cause um and um also what was I about to say? Just subscribe to us. We are on, for free on all platforms. We are on Google, Apple, Amazon, Audible, uh, oh, us, Anchor, Spotify. What was the other one? I, I know we were having issues. I had someone. It was Apple, but I had someone. Yeah, I had someone. No, but there was a. Tell me that they were having trouble finding us on Apple, and I had to go in and redo that. No, but there so was one, one podcast. Place. Yes. Well, we never heard of. And I think that's because somebody looked us up on web. We could have still said that. We were on there too. <laughs> yeah. So I think you can access us from multiple, even if it's not those, I'm sure you can find us anywhere, even on the web. Just look up You Have Me at Fraud and it pops up as soon as you uh, Google us. So. Yeah, I think that was it. You have anything else? Any updates? Y'all stay safe. Yes, stay safe out here in these streets. My sister about to go on a cruise, y'all. Don't tell me It's her birthday coming up. <laughs> it's on October the second, and just, she will be. Excuse me. <laughs> How old would you be, sis? That's none of it. <laughs> I'm not gonna say nothing about her age, but. <laughs> Y'all wish her a happy birthday. Thank you, guys. I'm going to hope that... Yeah. Send her a happy birthday on our Twitter. You had me at fraud. That's what it is. Thank you. Cause That's Kai's birthday coming up. And then two weeks after that is mine. It's, yes, the hot mess one. But I'm going to let you have your moment. You have to. I'm going to let you have your little moment. Because right the second after... The second after that your is birthday. my ex-husband's birthday. <laughs> Why are you mentioning that on our platform? Because you tried to make it. Mm-mm. You tried to make it as. You, were right you trying to put his day. over mine though? Huh? We don't care about him. But there's a week. We don't. You don't mention him over we my, birthday. my birthday. You care about me up until your birthday. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, y'all. So get in contact with us. I'm gonna post. 
I hope I get better before this trip. Yes. And we will be back next week with another one. Scandalous darling. Yes. Mm. Do we even know who we doing next week? No. You know why? Because you never know. No. Because you thought I was killing you. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, goodbye, y'all. Bye. <laughs>